Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to We're Just Talking podcast. I'm here with Mariel. How you doing? How's it going, everybody? Um, welcome back to the show. Yeah. And uh, as promised, we also have a special guest today. Um, Mariel, maybe we sounds like you want to say something right there, or it looks like you want to say something. No, I'm just oh, I'm just excited for the guest. Yes. So I'm just, we have yeah. a special guest uh, for the people who are listening, uh, people who who are watching on YouTube or you've seen who our special guest is. Um, but our special guest, we would like to introduce Psycho John. What about my intro? Look, it's straight from prison. <laughs> that was I was going to use that background. <laughs> <laughs> so, family guy. Um, so Psycho John, you'll probably see his, his video coming in and out. Um, uh, throughout this podcast um because he is a little bit older than than uh most of the people <laughs> in the podcast uh so he just learned how to use zoom today but uh welcome psycho john uh psycho john for the people who are not aware is actually my dad um but he's sort of coined this name throughout the podcast because he has multiple stories uh and we all aspire to gain that type of life in the future um but what's up dad how you doing <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's funny. It's my my dad. He needed. We needed to set him up right before our podcast time, and then I call him. It's like seven thirty. He's not even home yet. He's still out and about uh, doing what I don't know. He knows the podcast started at eight. Uh, well, that's not that's not as bad as me. As I, I texted you say at eight fifty five, asking if we were recording today. Yeah. He asked me five minutes before the podcast. Hey, you want to record? And knowing that we have our special guest, and then then I mentioned, oh, I can just do the special. You know, my dad and me. He's like, yeah, why not? And basically, well, the, the problem. This is the problem with our our lack of. This is what I said last week. When people don't communicate, that in and of itself is communication. So that makes it when you don't hit me up all day. It makes me think, oh, well, he also doesn't want to record tonight. I guess so. I figured that, I, you know, and I thought about that earlier. I was like, you know, maybe I should let him know that, hey, we are recording. My dad is down to record tonight. Uh, but I just chose not to because I was like, you know, it's on the calendar. Uh, but it uh, looks like I'm going to have to verify with Mariel uh, mm-hmm. before we go on another three-week hiatus. Because yeah. uh, I feel like at that point, it's just the New York pride. It's just like, I'm not going to say nothing. He's not going to say nothing exactly (laughs) um but yeah let's get sort of get into a little bit uh busy weekend this this past weekend i feel like most i've been saying that for a while now uh what did you do did you do anything special me um no i i work on weekends so it's a lot of that uh a lot lot of that and uh um now i'm still making july 4th plans and uh, i'm realizing that we are less than two weeks away and so Airbnb yes. prices are expensive and things are running out. So I got to decide yeah. fast. Well, uh, my my weekend was filled with Psycho John here and <laughs> uh, doing various activities. Um, nice. And so it was it was a good weekend in terms of that. We had a potluck this yesterday, um, for sort of for like a Father's Day uh, celebration. Um, That's nice. I don't think my dad made anything, um, but he was definitely eating it up. Hey, Um, hey, he was the one being celebrated. He can't be back there cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll bring it up because uh, I do want to get into get into why we have Psycho John here, some of the stories he has. And um, during this potluck yesterday, um, I have I don't know. I feel like I've had a problem these past few weeks of like snitching people out and (laughs) uh, bringing up stories. Maybe they don't want to hear have have heard. Uh, But I had mentioned this story yesterday uh, because he was. We were there with all family and uh, I mentioned the story that my dad told us recently that came out of nowhere. Um, so for people who don't know Psycho John, uh, he doesn't really remember a lot. Uh, if you ask him something, if you say, hey, what happened? You remember that time that we had like the best day ever, like three years ago? And he's going to be like, no, he's going to smile with you. But he's going to be like, no, he doesn't remember. And if you ask him directly, he's going to act like he remembers until you ask him, remember that? And he's going to say no. Um, but anyways, he remembers certain things they pop yeah. up things that come up yeah it's like a amnesiac he just like out of nowhere uh these the he remembers his past life and the things he used to do and uh part of that was uh, a story of some of the the past jobs that he used to have um so i guess we can sort of get into it because we all have had those crazy past jobs um but this story in particular and, and we'll have psycho john sort of get into it right now um involves a cologne and a pyramid scheme if you want to take away uh dad and uh sort of 
break down the story for us. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't remember how old I was. I think I was probably 18, I think. Uh, and back then, you can find jobs in the newspaper. You look in the classifieds and there'd be some ads that stand out that said five, $500 a week. Wow. Leo found his current job. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money back then, 500 a week. I was like, I'm going to be rolling in the money. So uh, I, I, uh, I, I don't know if I called the number. They said, yeah, come on and gave me the address. I went out there. And I didn't know what it was. So I walk into this room. There's a bunch of people sitting in these chairs. Everybody's just chilling. And then some white dudes bust in with a jam box, blaring music, hyping everybody up. And like, you ready to get money? You ready to be rich? <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> Turns out I, we're, we're going to be selling bootleg colognes and perfumes. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I had no idea. And we just, this guy just took us under his wing, was going to train us. I ended up at DFW Airport. I don't know how I got in. He said, I can get us in. And we got in just sitting around terminals selling fake perfumes. Yeah, this was before the movie Taken was created. Um, but <laughs> basically, they were out there selling bootleg uh, colognes and perfumes. Um, what Give us a few, you know, a few examples of sort of the, the clones that you might have been uh trying to i don't know i don't remember they were the name was changed by one letter like <laughs> Gucci was poochie or you know polo was rolo oh well yeah. at least they were being honest at least you know you're not getting polo <laughs> well well they would try to tell you well, right yeah they would say he's like it's the same as it's the exact same as polo except we have this one little extra ingredient so you know, there's no copyright in <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So basically, well, he didn't tell you the best part. So he's, uh, to summarize a little bit for people, he, he was uh, basically a, a bootlegger, um, but with colognes. And they were selling these colognes with random people and with promises of, of wealth and <laughs> prosperity. And, um, but he, so he, he lasted one day and you would think, Man, after one day of doing this, I'm out. I'm I'm going home. Uh, but he came home and said, "I'm about to make big money," and went back for day two. And uh, and day and day two, uh, they you know they they walked in the same room, got hyped up again. Uh, but this time now it's it's if you want to make the money, this is what happens: you you buy the cologne uh, from the company, and then you go ahead and you sell the cologne, uh, and you have like people who are uh, basically like uh, on top of you, right, Dad? Or like uh, yeah. like who are ahead of you? Um, well, if I would get them at cost. Yeah. And so I was making money for the people above me. Yes. They look cut. So basically, if it doesn't, if it sounds a little bit familiar right now, you're thinking, that sounds a little sketch. Yes, it was a pyramid scheme. <laughs> I, hate, the- I love how... I love how they always start off like day one. They're like, oh, you know, this is this is how you make money. You feel real like self-made. And then the very next day, they're like, oh, by the way, you're under my wing. Uh, and now you need to go find five people to put under your wing. Meanwhile, you're like, all I've sold was I, I only sold two Rolos. How am I supposed to get three people <laughs> under my ring? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. And then the cycle oh, yeah. goes on forever. And I ever. had bought one of those Rolos. So right? <laughs> he sold one of it to himself. So he's like, yeah. how am I supposed to? How am I supposed to convince other people to come with And it, you know, this sort of reminds me of is the is the chocolate bars. Did they ever have you sell chocolate bars in New York City? Yeah, for school. Yeah, after school they come bring the world's finest chocolate. Yeah, of course. Uh, I remember they used to they used to try to do that, and uh, of course, I mean, my parents, Psycho John's here, would never would never want me to do anything like that. Uh, <laughs> and I remember one time I did take a box, and uh, I was supposed to sell, but I think I ended up eating all the chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> myself and so my mom had to had to basically pay that back which is probably yeah. like with john who was paying for those chocolates <laughs> um but yeah i think that's crazy uh that he was getting involved in the pyramid scheme and i will say that um there are quite a few of those things happening here in dallas um now they're under the the skies of uh being or they're being named uh marketing agencies um and and instead of being in a, in a marketing agency really you're uh having to like you're going to open up your own store your own marketing agency 
Um, and sadly people fall for it. Um, and it's crazy. I, I, I had a friend, um, I won't mention him here, um, <laughs> out of respect for him and what he's doing. Um, but, uh, I came back from school and he, and he was, uh, I listened and just in case he's listening, I don't know if this is exactly a pyramid scheme or not. Um, but basically he, he was saying that he has some mentors, um, and, and they were helping him sort of open up a store where he sold things. Um, and those mentors had mentors and, uh, the mentor he had happened to be a chemical engineer, um, uh, before he pursued this life, because this one, uh, promised and granted him, you know, more, more things, um, how truthful that is. I'm not entirely sure. Um, he definitely tried to have me get on board. Um, I think I recognized instantly what was going on. Uh, okay, so easily bamboozled. Um, but uh, I will say that uh, I have to give thanks that to Psycho John here, uh, who's number one in identifying uh, liars and thieves and uh, basically all the tricks in the book, um, because he was probably involved in some of those tricks. Um, <laughs> some of the stories I, I do have, a, I know one of the stories that you've told me um, that is the I know. Well, there's one time he got he got in trouble at like at Walgreens. Uh, he got accused of, of stealing. Uh, yeah. Do you remember that story, Dad? Yeah, somebody thought I stole her uh, memory card with her photos on. This was back when when people used to have memory cards, and you would go to Walgreens and the to print these these pictures out. And he hey, like, I, I I did that like two years ago. <laughs> oh, it's pretty recent. Well, you can you can still do that. <laughs> New York's uh, stuck in a different age. Uh, well, here, I'm pretty sure we, we just send them through our phone now and you can just uh, print them out that way. Uh, basically, he got accused of stealing this lady's uh, memory card um, just to find out that uh, it was not him. Um, but the reason why is because uh, even though Psycho John looks a little more clean cut now, he used to look worse back in the day. Uh, I'm talking about jeans, uh, gray, Timber- gray Timberlands, which Mariel else should know about being your city. Uh, and baggy no hoodie. You had you had Timberland boots in the in in Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> I had gray, brown, navy blue. Oh my god! He had all the Timberlands. Uh, he had a baggy hoodie. Uh, his mm-hmm. beard was longer, and I'm pretty sure he was wearing a black beanie. Um, <laughs> so as, as sussy as you can look, um, yeah. Then he got accused, um, but it, the joke was on her because the the card was still in there. Um, yeah. 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 So I, I just think that, it, you know, sometimes you have to get in that mindset to really understand how how people work. Mm-hmm. Um, now, maybe one of the stories my dad maybe hasn't explained to everybody, but he, he used to throw house parties back in the day. Uh, Ooh. Crazy house parties, uh, Halloween parties. Uh, I wasn't really I was never really present for any of those. Um, I remember him vaguely. I also remember being sent away to other people's houses uh, <laughs> when these these things, these events transpired. Um, now, when you're in high school, though, I do remember you had a party at my grandparents, which is his parents' house, right? Yeah. Um, you want to sort of go into details, maybe what the big event happened at that party? Uh, do you remember? Actually, um, your mom was having her graduation party that day, and she said, I, "She said I, I took her." I took her crowd or <laughs> I took her attendees that night and they came over to my house, but uh, I wasn't even planning to throw a party. I think somebody said, you have a party? And I was like, yeah, my parents are out of town They're in Mexico. And that's it. We had a party at the house. This is uh, somebody got shot. There we go. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but keep in mind that I think death was looking for this guy. Cause he had, he had a, uh, yeah, uh, I think he had gotten shot prior to that party, so <laughs> Death was looking for him. Here he battles cars. Yeah, I think he got shot in the neck, but he survived. And he died oh, later. Oh, uh, so he was past expiration date. He was a ski. Yeah, he was on his eighth life already. So this fool got shot in the neck, broke out the and shot out the windows. And I thought it was good and clear because somebody helped me pay for the windows before my parents came back in town. Uh, and there was blood on the carpet. We tried to clean it up as best we could. We thought we had it. And then the only way my parents found out was because my younger sister at the time was walking in her socks and 
her sock sopped up all the blood. Bruh. Like, what's that red stuff on your sock? So I had to confess. I thought a lady snitched you out, or is that was that a different story? The neighbors. Yeah, there was a neighbor. Uh uh, I think this guy, the guy that you were friends with that you took to your some skate party. Yes. Up the street. Yeah. Sean Martinez. Yeah. His grandfather ratted me out. Oh, I didn't know that his grandfather ratted you out. Yeah. Was, yeah. You imagine it's not like it's not like your, your mom found out the window was broken. So all you had to confess to was a party. Yeah. She found blood on the sock. So you had to say, <laughs> not only did we have a party, some fool got shot in the neck while you were gone. <laughs> and that's not the first time that you've been in a situation where someone's shot at you right uh i know another time you said you were in a car i was coming home from the club and i don't know what's going on but this fool is i was driving with i guess he knew he had beef with the guy next to us and he rolled down the window they started shouting stuff at each other and i was in the passengers i don't know what was going on i thought they were just yelling each other next thing i know this guy starts shooting at the car I just ducked down as low as I can. I don't know where nobody got hit, but I don't know why we we're getting shot at. Oh, <laughs> hold on the car. So now this is sort of painting a picture for you guys who Psycho John is. Uh, and for people who know me, I uh, would probably never expect for me to grow up in a household uh, mm-hmm. such as this, just to give you sort of an insight of what life was like. <laughs> uh with with psycho john um now like i said psycho john doesn't really remember a lot of things uh these things come up sporadically out of nowhere and you'll hear a, a secret story about this or that um now wait shout out to, shout out to uh albert because uh brenda's listen brenda listens and oh, nice. i think i think i called brenda which is my sister and my brother-in-law albert was the one who came over and helped me clean up and and fix the windows oh there we go so they're co-conspirators yeah they were. so so what was it brenda's sock though was she the one who messed it all up or? no that, that was no. My, brenda's my older sister <laughs> and my youngest sister who's uh i don't know how many years younger she is from me so this is back one. this is back when families had like six seven kids <laughs> so he has a few sisters my dad's yeah. the only guy he has three three other sisters uh the youngest sister uh, he was about 18 when that kid was born. No, she was she was probably a few years born old. Born in 1988. Yeah, and he was born in uh, 75, just to give you an idea. So that means that he was old. He was already old, yeah. uh, you know, older uh, when they were expecting another kid. Yeah. Um, so she's the one who basically he got ratted out because she went and walked, um, which <laughs> I think is funny is that she, that means that she must have been present at the party when all this stuff went down yeah or at least come when the blood was still there uh when the blood was still wet enough for her to soak it up um which is and he, and he said he got shipped out before every party he he's over here wishing he was yeah. there and he's, <laughs> i was never present in any of the parties you're like, uh, you're, like hear, out, you're like walking out of the house while you see everybody else coming in <laughs> all i hear are stories of them exactly uh i used to and the worst part is i remember one year i was i got sent to the neighbor's house right in front of our house <laughs> And uh, when I was there, like, I could hear the party. I could hear the party going on and uh, everybody, like, having a good time. And uh, and I was stuck watching, like, uh, I think it was, like, Amanda Bynes movies or uh, Mary Kane, Ashley Olsen, the Olsen twin movies, because uh, the neighbor was a, was a girl. Uh, the daughter was a oh, their, their daughter, you know, obviously was a girl. Um, so, yeah, so that, I think I think that's that's pretty funny um some of the things uh i was gonna mention right now was that uh he he grew up as an 80s kid um so you know all the 80s kids are doing reckless things um and we watched this documentary about this uh i guess it's like a water park that was based in new jersey have you ever heard of it it was called action park no i don't think so no uh so i guess it's pretty popular because a lot of like new york new yorkers would go down there right because jersey's close to y'all yeah. Um, basically it was like a reckless park that they had built uh there in this i forgot what part of new jersey it was but it was somewhere like near like small townish like almost like where we were at when we went to school in carlisle pennsylvania mm-hmm. so it was like something like that uh yeah. in jersey and uh, basically this water park had like no rules and um you know it was run by teenagers and it was like almost like straight out of an 80s movie um yeah. in terms of like how 
destructive it was and uh like some of the rides how they would do things like they had the this slide that would make like a loop um but this is back before they didn't have like any engineers they just had an idea so they would like give the the whoever workers would work there they would say hey we'll give you a few bucks to go ride the ride and yeah. basically test it out as like test dummies and so they would go in there and come out with like cuts and bleeding and missing teeth and stuff and that's basically how they altered the the slide um, and then they and then people were coming out with well then people were coming out with, with like major cuts and, and stuff and they're trying to figure out what's going on so they went to sort of like the top of it and they found like teeth in there um, from people who had broken their teeth and now uh. the teeth were lodged and they're killing people um but i think the the reason i bring up the story is because the is about all these crazy people doing crazy things in the 80s um including like um like they would just leave they would just leave their home not tell anybody and then go to this park and then just come back like nothing happened uh mm -hmm. and i think it's funny because psycho john over here was having the time of his life watching this uh documentary because he could relate uh and maybe you can explain that how you would you would do things back in the day you mean you mean not tell your parents like you would just walk out of the house you mean yeah the times are different than it wasn't like now so it's like you see those memes and stuff. We were out when the till the lights came on, till the street lights came on. Then you knew it was time to go home. So yeah. I remember uh, telling the story. I just told my parents this story not too long ago <laughs> that I would leave the house and I'd ride my bike. I don't know how many miles it was away into this wooded area. There was a trail through the wooded area, and it end up into this place where I guess dump trunks would dump dirt. And they made these little hills, and we would just ride our bikes through the hills like a little motocross type thing. But it was deep into these woods, and I only knew how to get in. I didn't know how to get out. So I don't remember how I got out. But, uh, yeah, I told my mom, I said, don't you remember? Oh, I didn't say, don't you remember? I said, I remember going all the way over there. She had no idea I was over there. She's like, what were you doing in some woods way out there? I was like, I don't know. Just everybody was doing it. Yeah. Oh, my then, God. I, oh, I remember we got out. There's some train tracks. They were, they were burnt. But they were there's the tracks were still there and we just hop on the tracks and take it all the way down to wherever it took us and we figured yeah. out where we were at. But those oh are different. Now let's times have times have changed, but it's still very much like that. When I was in high school, I, I remember seeing like your the, the memes, like what you're saying, like uh like when your mom's like sleep at night, like, oh, th thank God my son's okay. And then it says, meanwhile, you, and it's like Patrick Starr, like lying yeah. in the middle, middle of the street, like, just like. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was exactly what they're doing. We just come home to eat and then leave again. Yeah. Um, I don't, Mariel's probably like, it's not too crazy because they're out in the city all day, every day. Uh, coming yeah. home, stopping at bodegas. Uh, I feel well, like it's it's different. I would be scared in like a wooded area. Like it's different in rural places. Like yeah. that sounds more scary to me or more, or more wild to me. Uh, where here, like the bodega and there's so many streets and so many people and so many houses. Like you're never really by yourself, even though you're with strangers, but you're never really like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But that reminded me like what he, what, what, um, what John just said, that story reminds me of uh, Matthew McConaughey. I, I read his book and he's, and when he was growing up in, in, um, in Austin and in, in um, near Austin in Texas, he would say the same thing like he would sneak out ride his bike to like super far away and then he would like build um he would he he began to building his own his own treehouse with wood that he stole from a lumber yard and, and his parents <laughs> his parents never found out about it and he even now he's like i wish i remembered where i built it because i would go visit it but he yeah that's yeah great. that's a trip yeah psycho john always promised to build us a treehouse <laughs> my brother and i uh, but now that we're here, uh, but uh, now that never sounds like a lot of work. I don't know what it would do, but that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> well, now I think about it, I don't know if we would use it uh, as much as I thought we would. This is back when they had the the reading tree. How what was it that that book series? Uh, it, huh? Reading Rainbow? No, 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 the one where they go in the treehouse and like little kids, and they would go back to like the magic treehouse, maybe. Maybe I don't know. No, magic school bus. I don't know what this treehouse. Well, is. something like that. We go in the treehouse and they would get like transported back to like different time periods. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was gonna be me. Um, I also thought that I was gonna be the new paleontologist from Jurassic Park. And uh, I remember that uh, he had me digging back in the backyard. He let me dig in the backyard, and uh, I don't know why. Because now I'm older, I realize I was never gonna find a dinosaur bone. Yeah. Um, but I was digging back there. 
believing I was. You you thought you were you thought you were going to be in Jurassic Park in the future, and he had you dig in like you were in holes, <laughs> which in the movie exactly. holes. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, also, Psycho John here is also a uh, star soccer player. Uh, oh, he could have gone pro, allegedly. I wouldn't believe it. Oh, <laughs> well, well, he was pretty good. Uh, he was always uh, crossing people, I guess. Uh, some of these like guys that he that thought they knew how to play soccer, and he was uh, teaching them basically how to really play uh, because mm. he grew up with uh, an English like coach, right? Someone from England who who taught them Premier League soccer. Yeah, so it was like the real, real conditioning. Um, and that's carried on now. Uh, even though he tries to do the same moves, I know that he always gets hurt. How many times have you uh, hurt your, was it your hamstring that you, you messed up a few times? Yeah. So, yeah, my hamstring. So my body, my mind says that I can do it, but my body doesn't react. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. I was going to do a move and I pulled my hamstring and woke up the next day. And the whole side of my leg was all purple. The whole leg was purple. Wow. Wait, mean, so is that, is that because it's haired or swelling? Or, or? I think it tore, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, we don't, go to, we don't go to the doctor. You just let it. We write it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, write it out. Uh, there we go. I'm providing you insight of why I say the things I say. Uh, now, I say this, I've been bringing this up because uh, Psycho John here has a uh, a proclivity for getting sick. Hmm. Uh, he he has gotten sick a few times. I would say he's a survivor. Hmm. Um, and I've mentioned before how he's all, he looks like he got bit by a shark with all the scars he has. Or, um, you know, went through one of the extras from Texas Chainsaw Massacre hmm. um, with all the cuts that he has. Hmm. Um and that's part of the reason uh, why we're sort of explaining now why he doesn't remember a lot of these things because uh, all these times that he was just uh, drugged up in the hospital. Um, <laughs> and so now most of his memory is gone in terms of those things. Um, but uh, I, I guess I can, I want to get into the next thing here is uh, 4th of July. 4th of July is coming up. And uh, I know Mario is trying to look for somewhere to escape to in New York City. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and meanwhile, we just all agreed on getting fireworks. So it's official. We are, uh, getting fireworks. Nice. It was exciting. Now we go to this one firework place, uh, called Dino Fireworks. Uh, so there are actual stores that only sell fireworks out there. Yeah. yeah. So there's, uh, TNT fireworks, which is a big name. Uh, cause you'll find TNT. Like if you go to like a target or something like the little small, um, like, they sell fireworks at Target in Texas. They're not. Yeah. They're not like real, real fireworks. They're the ones that like uh, the little poppers. And stuff. Yeah, some of them will have like wow, sparklers, and then some will do like the little cones, and you pull and it pops up, like pops out like that. Yeah, I heard. Like I heard was last podcast, but how do, you, um, Maria, how do y'all guys? Where do you? Where do you guys go and get fireworks at? Because it's mostly uh, there's there, a. Right? There's a black market for it. Uh, if, if, if if there was if there was poppers at Target, you get two to five years in New York or not. But um, people drive. People go to PA. People go to Virginia is a big one. Um, people go from out of state and then they drive back and then they sell them from out of their trunk. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. that's good. That's smart. Well, well basically, how, we, that is like, how do they get them in the city? You know, well, then it's not like you check your car. It's not like going to Mexico. I yeah, they don't they don't check your car. They don't check your car, so I, well, I don't think so. But maybe around that weekend they do. But um, it's pretty easy to get. Um, but usually people don't have that many because it's it's a black market for it. So you can't just buy up the whole trunk, or or it's like more expensive, I think, than out there. Um, so usually, like one neighborhood, like in Harlem, like usually uh, one of my best friends lives in Harlem, and will uh, his neighborhood, like outside of his window, will have like one ten, twelve, fifteen minute show, and that's it. Like that's what everybody was planning for, but it's like one not, like not every other person can do it because it's not that easy to get your hands on it. And also, mm-hmm. cops are gonna show up eventually. I see. I see. No. Y'all have enough. I thought maybe like the the corner bodegas, like y'all say, uh, <laughs> the guy would no. be like, "Come, you want fireworks? Come through this door back here." 
<laughs> maybe. Hey, maybe they're doing it too. I don't know. Well, I kind of agree. Like, follow me. I got something big here. Mariel's yeah. in that deep in the in the black market scene in New York uh, <laughs> to to know about the fireworks. Yeah. Here, here is not like I said. So it's not that bad. We we do have to go out of the city because yeah. technically they are illegal here in Dallas or in the city of Dallas, County yeah. Dallas as well. So we got to go right outside. Uh, I think they're right outside the county, right? Because once we hit Mantle yeah. and stuff, uh, right outside the county is when you start seeing all the fireworks um, stands, and they have different fireworks. I think uh, just to name a few for people, um, they have TNT fireworks, which is a big one, Alamo fireworks which I actually, uh, I've met the CEO of Alamo Fireworks and his family who own, like, it's like a family run business. So uh, that they own this, wow, which yeah. I've never understood how they make that much money because really they only operate two times a year. You know, it's not like they're open all the time, maybe occasional time here and there throughout the year, but major holidays is only 4th of July and New Year's. Um, I'm then you have, like, you said, I'm surprised you said CEO. They had a, they had a legit business out there. Yeah, it's a real thing. Like they have a website, website's nice. And uh, no, yeah, it's a big thing here because, you know, we are in Texas. So obviously everybody wants to pop fireworks. Uh, everybody sort of competes. Yeah, so everybody wants to up the next person. So Yeah, and mm-hmm. so so the Dino Fireworks is where we go to. There's also a Joe Dirt Fireworks. If people have seen the movie Joe Dirt, there's like a Joe Dirt Fireworks. But Dino Fireworks is where we go to um, because we find that those have the best prices. Um, mm-hmm. Now, these are... Uh, we assume made in China fireworks because they say made in China. Um, mm. And I and we still haven't decided yet if like TNT, which is like a brand name, or Alamo fireworks, if they have like a better quality or higher quality firework um, yeah. compared to some of the stuff that we have. Because I have mentioned in the past podcast about our fireworks popping. Um, but I, I talk about Dino Fireworks because uh, while looking to see uh, if there was any deals this past weekend or any specials going on, I did uh, hit a Facebook post that they had. Um, basically, and I'll sum it up for everybody uh, regarding this fire, this year's firework prices and how because of communist China uh, <laughs> and they they're uh, trying to ruin our patriotism mm. and uh, stuff like that. Um, so which I think I think they're just trying to rile everybody up with all this language. Uh, with China increasing increasing taxes, basically they're saying that their prices have to increase this year, uh, which I didn't want to tell Psycho John because he's gonna he's very easy to say he's out. I'm out. Uh, but um, <laughs> there it is. But no, they said if we go next weekend, uh, that they were gonna have last year's prices. Uh, but now I'm reading. I feel like they're selling me last year's fireworks too. Um, so I don't know how I feel about that. Do one. fireworks go old? Well, I think so. We've had a couple. Of, <laughs> I think if you store them in a in an okay place, maybe they'll end up all right. I I really don't trust our fireworks. Like we don't use them up like like you know last year. I think we have a few. I don't yeah. trust them this year. Uh, my brother Adam, he'll probably light them up, which I don't know why. I feel like he's he he's the one that's experienced the most like close calls. Yeah, um, but I do not trust them because I think we did try one time. And we tried it with the artillery shells, like I mentioned before, and they don't go up all the way. Yeah, there's some sketchy ones out there. <laughs> now, uh, did I bring up the story uh, last week about how uh, how Psycho John left me out to dry the helicopter? I might have. I might have. I'll bring it oh, up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How, how he, to sort of experience, explain a little bit of our firework experiences. But now we have Psycho John here to sort of explain what was this thinking? Um, when we let the fireworks and the, and the helicopters came out. In my defense, I still had that old school mentality where it's every man for himself. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> Even his own son. I forgot. Uh, you know, I forgot. You know, at that moment, it's just like, oh, oh, oh shoot. You know, yeah. I see the light. I see the helicopter light being coming down. <laughs> and it's around it. So I'm like, I got to book it. So, yeah. Ring. Yeah. Well, but then you saw me outside the door. <laughs> I was keeping an eye on you through the window. Yeah. So easy to just let me in. Um, but uh, I think that's very funny. Uh, this year, we're our popping, Lord willing, I think we're going to pop fireworks at my aunt's house, um, which is a new place for us to pop fireworks. Um, mm. So I'll see, because last year I had mentioned we had problems. Um, most of the years we do, I feel like we have some type of problem where where the firework pops dad do you get any anxiety from popping fireworks 
Mm, no, not really. You ever had any close calls or like, the, or you ever been in a group where like someone got injured or anything? Uh, yeah, I think here at the house a few years back, remember you say hey, this one kid that lived across, it was one of those mortar shells that are supposed to go up so many feet in the air. And this one probably went up about a foot. Oh, as soon as it went up, it just blew it in every direction. And I think he got hit. Uh, oh, yes. It's bad. Yeah. yeah, it's just a few burn marks, but you good. Dust it off. I do remember. Yeah. Oh man, that reminds me. Every time, I, every time I don't know what it is. I I've never, I've never lit up a firework, and I probably, uh, I don't, I'm not really that interested in it. But I, because I mean, in New York, you know, you always, you always hear the bad stuff, right? Um, uh, but every time I, I think about fireworks, and I think about um, Jason Pierre-Paul, the, the the NFL player, um, who lost, yeah. he lost a finger and 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 a half. He lost uh, literally like almost all of his pinky and then part of his ring finger on one hand. Um, oh, I didn't know about that. And he he's still playing now. He's he he just won the Super Bowl. He was on Tampa Bay. Um, <laughs> he's he's good and he has long arms. Uh, but he he yeah, like it was like two years ago. He you should Google it. He um he he lost a finger and a half basically. And I was like, whoa! Like imagine being an NFL player. Yeah, that's a lot. That's what I'm kind of scared about because I need my hands. Um, well, now they get your kids a pump for you. <laughs> you said what? Well, yeah. <laughs> he said that's where you get the kids a popping for you. And that's why you got kids. <laughs> then you got your kids out there. Yeah, that's why he. That's why he has Adam's. Uh, Adam uh, setting off the expired ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I uh, exactly I, what they say here. Hit these first. <laughs> I, oh, I have been doing that these past few years. I, I do like the fireworks, and I used to like blind them up myself. And then I got scared because of all the potential things that could happen. So now I say, Adam, you light it up. You can have mine. You can use the one I bought. Uh, and he's like, really? Yeah, I don't really because I don't want to be the one down there when when it goes off. Because it's very stressful. I feel like sometimes you can't trust the fuse. Um, you think that for people who haven't popped fireworks, there's always this like little green fuse um, that's hanging out of these firework boxes. And sometimes it goes fast. Sometimes it goes slow. I don't know. Uh, just well, to- is it, it most of the time when people get injured, isn't it because they're they're like lighting a bunch? And so they're still around. They're still next to it trying to light another one when it goes off. Like, or is it because they just don't let go of it from their hand? Right. They just, huh. they're holding it in their hand. Yeah. Exactly. Let's say you have those little ones that just pop, but they're like the, I don't know how many grams they are. And they are loud as hell. Yeah. So they're, they like the fuse and it's, they don't throw or get rid of it quick enough. And it just goes. Yeah. Out. Those are the ones that look like little mini sticks of dynamite. Wow. Um, and they will like light up the, which I've never really understood those. I feel like those are a waste of money because they just make a lot of noise. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think they're that cool. But I remember uh, neighbors used to get them and throw them in the mailbox. (laughs) Other people's mailboxes. And these are, they're like the ones that were, that would detonate water. So it didn't matter where you put them at. And they would throw them in people's mailboxes and and just let them go. Um, But yeah, if you don't do it quick enough, that's your finger right there. (laughs) You got to be careful. No, thanks. Um, Well, after 4th of July, um, you know, there isn't that many major holidays and we already, maybe I'm talking about it a little bit early, um, but uh, Psycho John here is a very big fan of Halloween. And I brought up on the podcast before about our Halloween uh, parties. Well, he has Halloween parties, but like different things that we've done for Halloween, um, different sort of, you know, costumes that we've worn throughout the years um, and sort of, I think, this year, I'm hoping to have a big Halloween. Uh, were you going to say something about like you? I was going to ask, do, do you go to the Halloween parties this year, or, or are you also not allowed? He hasn't had any. He hasn't had a Halloween party in a while. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's always this year to sort of start something. Yeah. Uh, you know. So how do they do it in uh, in your? You live in the city. Yeah, I live in I live in uh, in the city. I live in Queens. Yeah. Grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah. People decorate out there and stuff. Yeah, people decorate, but I I feel like I've been seeing it less and less. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's less like houses and more like apartments. I don't know. Not as fun. Well, I I brought up because I wanted to ask. um, I've heard before that it's not safe to be out on Halloween in New York City. Is that a true thing? Can you sort of uh, explain that to to the listeners here? Uh, I feel like I've heard that all my life. Now, have I experienced that? I don't know. I don't know if I really, I don't know if I would remember like, oh, Halloween is like a more 
dangerous night. Like growing up, it used to be um, a lot of gangs would do stuff on Halloween. Yeah. Um, a lot of like initiations and a lot of like um, like group group uh, group gang stuff would, would happen on Halloween. Um, probably taking advantage of masks and stuff, but mm. um, but not. I don't think that was really a, a big thing. Um, oh, I always heard. Yeah. I always heard you get stabbed on Halloween in New York City. Or um, yeah, the, there there was a few years where it would be either stabbed or uh, people would randomly uh, slash <laughs> slash people, so slash your face and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. that that still happens a little bit, but like I remember there were some years where like serial slashers where people would just be walking next to you and they would just reach out, cut your face and, and yeah. that's it. Like you, like, you yeah. imagine just having like, you were just walking down the block to the bodega or something and now you had this car. Hell, can't do that. It's not even, it's not even cool when you tell that story. Like, how'd you get, I just walking well, it is kind to, of cool. to go get chopped cheese. Yeah, you still yeah, cool. have, and, and the news will have videos of, of like someone just like or, or a woman walking home from work with a purse and just somebody like some, randomly some, some dude just like, it's like, like for what? That's crazy. Yeah. So that's the dark side of it. But um, but I remember when we were, when we were in Carlisle, I liked Halloween because that's when, like, that was the first time I really saw people, like, people going to parties, people dressing up in parties. Like, in New York, I don't really see that. So. Hmm. Yeah, I remember one year uh, they threw a pumpkin at somebody, though, <laughs> Carlisle. Do you remember that? Wait, a, pump, uh, a pumpkin? They do it at, like, a person? Yeah, so, you know, for people who are unaware, like, when you go to college, our, the town you're in sort of becomes like a college town yeah. um, because it's filled with all the college students are there and they go to all the places. Um, so the people that are not from there, that do not go to college in that town are usually referred to as townies. And I feel like it's a pretty universal thing. It doesn't matter what college you're in, unless you're, like, in UCLA, right? And that's just, you're, you're there, but yeah uh but a lot of schools like the people around there they're called the townies the people who live there in that town and for some reason i don't i mean maybe not for some reason I, i'm pretty sure the people in dickinson were kind of annoying maybe a little pretentious but uh these townies i remember for halloween they would uh they were, they they sent an alert to us and i think we were ras at that time but they sent an alert saying like some they, they're driving they threw a pumpkin at some kid it hit them right in the face um and uh I I can't remember the kid's name, but he was someone that we all knew. Um, gotcha. It was uh, it was some Asian guy um, that we all knew. I think he left Dickinson a little bit early, um, but you would have known him. Yeah. If I can remember That's, his name. That is rough. It sounds kind of familiar now that you said that. I, I kind of I vaguely remember getting an email saying "Watch out for pumpkins" or something. Yeah. Um. But so, John, why do you like why do you like Halloween so much? There we go. I don't know. I don't know. Ever since I was a kid, it's just. One of my favorite holidays. I don't know. Do you have a favorite costume, or, or are you the type of person that has a different costume every year, or like would you use one repeatedly? <laughs> I try to change it up every year. I think I I really enjoy scaring the kids. That's fun. Uh, so you so you do scary like like makeup scary or like scream? Uh, just like it's mostly masks, but uh, clowns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> clowns. Uh, just anything that's scary. Well, his 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 wish right now is to be Krampus, which is oh, yeah, unaware. Krampus mask, but those are like eight hundred bucks. He's uh, thinking Krampus, about is, it. Is, is that is that Grinch? Who's who's Krampus? Krampus, yeah. For people who are, are unfamiliar here, Krampus is the antithesis to Santa Claus. He is the uh, and maybe you it's you might have heard in the office too a little bit about him, but basically. Um, it's like a, I think it's German, um, but it's this mm. creature with looks like it has like these hooves, um, kind of looks like a devil, I guess you would say. Yeah. Uh, and on Christmas, if you're bad, then he comes and kills you. He doesn't give you coal, and if you're good, I think he does. He does leave you alive. Um, so uh, this is a matter of life and death. But they, yeah. they have a lot of like festivals around this creature and so they have like these pretty elaborate masks and costumes um and they do look pretty scary if you do look at them and and psycho john here has been has been salivating to get one of these uh mm -hmm. for a while now um yeah he wants one that's like wooden it's like yeah they're all hand they're all custom handmade carved out of wood so whoa they're pretty elaborate yeah those yeah. are the best ones the, the more expensive ones are the ones with the most detail so those are the scariest okay. ones oh yeah yeah, we, and he's been trying to get one for a while, so we'll see it this year. Last year, was a, I feel like last year's Halloween was a little bootleg, um, if I had to say so myself. 
um, just because in terms of like the wow factor and what we're used to doing um, was a little bit, I don't know. He, he went as Tiger King last year. Um, mm-hmm. so maybe we could put a picture later on the Instagram of what <laughs> Psycho John looked like as Tiger King. Yeah, please. Um, let's, let's do that. I want to, I want to see that. <laughs> he ended up looking like uh, there's this band in Mexico, which are called, what were they called Dad? you want to explain? The Tigres del Norte? Yes, basically it was the narco band out in Mexico. And that's what he ended up looking like. Yeah, he looked like he was straight from a Sinaloa, part of the El Chapo cartel. Yeah. Um, and uh, he he was trying to go as Tiger King, but that's what he ended up looking like. Mm. Um, Mexican jeans ended up kicking in. Um, and, and all we needed to do was give him an accordion, and he yeah. would have looked just like that. Now, I went as Ice from Hocus Pocus. Um, which where we were at, no one has ever seen Hocus Pocus. That's what Mario's looking like that too. He's like Hocus Pocus, like Disney Channel. Well, yeah, I guess it's a Disney movie. I don't think it's a Disney Channel. Wait, but what do you mean Ice? That's a character's name. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen Hocus Pocus? I have. But so this, I, was, what, this the one the with problem. the three witches. This was the problem. Yeah, this is the problem. Everybody was sort of explaining to me when I said I wanted to be Ice, um, <laughs> and I didn't believe it. I felt like everybody knew who Ice was. Um, but Ice was this character who was like a bully. Um, to one of the main guys in Hocus Pocus. And he was this sort of, he was like a white guy. He wanted to be sort of like black rapper. Um, I guess he was in the 90s. So, I, you know, that's what they all wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was, you know, he was a bully, but he was called Ice. I forget what his real name was, but he wanted to go by his Ice now. And in the back of his head, um, he had it sort of, you know, uh, haircut. He had it shaved in that said Ice. Um, and so that's who I wanted to be. So we went searching through the thrift stores to find the worst character of the whole movie. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I thought it was, um, unique. And I thought, because where we were going, there was going to be, see, this is how we get bamboozled. I thought I was going to a Halloween party, right? (laughs) I thought I was going to a legit Halloween party and it was hosted by my aunt. So, but I thought, oh, there's gonna be other people there, right? From what I understood, and mm-hmm. they were going to have, you know, different, like, snacks and stuff. And I thought it was going to be, like, a DJ going on. Um, we got there. All the houses around, lights are off. I'm mm-hmm. like, is, is this Halloween even going on? Um, we go and into this house, and I fi- find out that um, it is a, a party in Halloween, but it is a kid's Halloween party. Um, so I got a bunch of random kids entering and, and, and parents are leaving them at the door to go to the real halloween parties they're dropping their kids off there and oh, I said, wow. you you went to the 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 house where isai used to go and he was yeah going. once again i found myself at the kids party um and so i was you know obviously a little upset um and no one there recognized who i was and uh i even shaved ice in my back of my head well i had oh, wow. john here use some clippers to shave the ice in the back of my head and i had that for a while i was i was really going for the part um uh of ice did you take any pictures we do have i think there is a picture of, the, of my shaven head um oh, i was wearing I, I was wearing women's pants um, there was like these orange pants um I, honestly it was it was the costume was a little off now that i look back at it and i i and i had this like camo bucket hat i was trying to look like him but it was a little it was a knockoff version of him um, but this year, I'm hoping to do something a little bit different. Uh, I don't know what I would be. I used to, when I was growing up, I was always like a superhero, like Hulk or something like that. But that's boring. So I don't know what I would, uh, at Dickinson, I don't know what I was. I don't remember what I was at Dickinson. I probably dressed up. You were a guy from Suits. So you just wore a button-up shirt in a tie. Oh, no. I was, uh, oh, by last year, I was uh, uh, a doctor during the bubonic plague. So oh, the doctor yes. with the beak, with the beak yes, nose. I do remember that. The, the, so, but then they also, so I was dressed up because to be like a doctor, I guess. But yeah. Well, I, oh, yes. I remember you trying to do that. But that was the year that a bunch of other people had the same idea, right? Yeah, because we all got the mask at the local Walmart. So everyone, everyone, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> everyone everybody, was doing Everybody it. came in as the plague doctor. <laughs> Little did they know a year later that that mask would come in handy. Yeah, that's rough. Um, <laughs> that's rough. But, Too soon. Yeah. Anyway, so hopefully this year's a little bit better um, in terms of, you know, everything. And maybe I'll be throwing a party pretty soon. Who knows? Oh, wow. Yeah. But while we have Psycho John here, 
Um, is there any questions you might want to ask him? Uh, last minute things before before our special guest has to go. I wish we should have probably had a questions for people to ask Psycho John. This won't be the last time he'll be on. Um, but is there anything you want to share? I want to, I want to ask uh, John. Uh, you have any embarrassing stories of Isai that you, <laughs> of him growing up? Uh, we are. This get, does go on the internet, so we don't have to share everything. Him, him getting lost in a store, or him, uh, you know, any, any stories of how he, you know, that'd be funny. Well, <laughs> like you said at the beginning, I don't really don't remember much. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> much. Or maybe what's the biggest difference between raising Isai and raising uh, Adam? You say he's, he's not, the difference is he says he's more of a bookworm. So he, he says he's more book smart. And this one over here is more street smart a little bit. Even though he, he feels he's a, he's got the same street smart. This is, this is a controversial topic. I feel <laughs> like I have a street smarts, but go on. I feel like you, 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 know, you know about them. You know about the streets, but like... Are you street smart? That's different. I think that I like to be uh, cautious, and I think that I like to follow the rules because they're rules in place for a reason. <laughs> and I'm not. That's, what, that's what a bookworm would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, meanwhile, my brother Adam is out there doing hood rat stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like my dad. Um, I, I have I told a story about how I got stuck in the women's restroom. Oh yeah, that's an embarrassing one. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I want to we hear what John says. Target. We were at Target, and this Isai said he had to go, right? <laughs> Bad. And uh, I don't see how he I don't see how he, he did this, but he ended up I don't, we was in the restaurant for a while, and then I get a phone call, and then he's like, Dad, and I'm like, what's up? I think I'm in the woman's restroom. <laughs> <laughs> how did you end up in the woman's restroom? It's like when you first walk in, you gotta see the urinals. If you don't see the urinal, where you know you so you know you know you're in the wrong restroom. So this fool said, "Yeah, he, this is embarrassing." He was in there and he couldn't get out. He's like, "There was a constant flow of these ladies coming in and out, so there was no opportunity for him to, to sneak out." out. How, how old? How old was he? Say? I mean, I don't even remember. How old was he? I was at least in high school. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a little kid. I was, oh no, I was old enough. I That's thought you were like seven. No, nah, he's a little older. I was very, very much aware. Of so he said the, the sights and sounds were something in there, huh? <laughs> yeah. So I, I was a little traumatized, um, <laughs> being in this woman's restroom because, uh, for people who don't know, don't live. I, you know, I don't have any sisters, just my mom, and my mom will keep things hush hush most of the time in terms of what like girls do she says you know girls don't fart girls don't do this um for the longest time i believed that girls didn't do anything bad i yeah. didn't know they pooped you know and yeah. so but anyways I, I by this stage i did know this stuff um but i hadn't really heard a girl like pee before i just you know if <laughs> I, I didn't think it would bother me as much as it did um no. but i was in this woman's restroom you were, you were a little traumatized by me. Yeah. well i walked in and i thought i didn't see the urinals but i thought like this was just like to something they're doing they're just making them all stalls right and i was like oh wow there's a lot of stalls and so um i got a story, I I got a story when you're done with that go ahead i went to use the restroom and uh then all of a sudden i hear like girls laughing in there and i'm thinking to myself oh these ladies don't know they're in the wrong restroom <laughs> and then it clicked in my head and said wait a second <laughs> i heard more and more and i said i'm in the wrong restroom um yeah. and then i was like well how am i supposed to get out and so I hear girls in the stalls coming in next to me. And that's when the like the very first time I heard a girl pee before. And it sounded like a water bucket just <laughs> dropped all at one time. And it was just falling out. <laughs> they sat down and it just felt like a pitcher. <laughs> like, you know, and I was like, wait a second. This does not sound right. Um, like you, you got the water hose running. You put your finger on it and just. <laughs> that's exactly what was going on right. so i was freaking out i didn't know how to get out and i heard more i thought maybe they'll leave and they'll give me a time to like you know it was empty before um nope it was just full and i said all right i called him i, was like, I need you to help me out and i don't know what you need he and psycho john is like i don't know what you want me to do um just come out and so i was like all right well he was supposed i said you need to tell me when it's clear basically he was, oh, supposed, to, he was supposed to be lookout 
him and my brother's supposed to be look out like that's it they're done so i'm on the phone with him and he's like all right i think he texted me he's like they're all done they're all out i said all right bet i opened the stall and there's like six ladies in there <laughs> so i just i think i just said oh my bad and i walked out <laughs> so i'm pretty sure they all thought i was peeping tom in there uh pervert but mm-hmm. I, I the story is embarrassing but i also think it's funny um i've told that story a few times recently and I, usually there's always like a waitress that chimes in on it or brings up something so i wouldn't expect that from you you're supposed, you're, you're supposed to be the one that's like all aware and paranoid and you always know where you're going and you're over here walking into wrong doors <laughs> but i'm gonna say that 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 happened to me as well uh, oh like I, was, I, went to, I went to the ikea remember you saying that's long i went to the ikea i'm minding my business I'm go, and i gotta go to the restroom so i go in and i you're right i didn't even pay attention to to the urinals so I I went and hit a stall. <laughs> I went into a stall because I didn't see oh I didn't see the urinal urinal. So I said, yo, they done updated this IKEA, you know, no yeah. urinals. And it's all just uh stall. So I went in and kicked the door open and I don't shut it behind me. I let this door <laughs> hit so people know there's somebody here, you know. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there doing the thing, and then I'm looking around and I see a little box on the on the wall and i'm like what's this box for and <laughs> it's for their the women's sanitary thing i said oh shit i'm in the i'm in the women's restroom so what's and, this box for <laughs> and so, I just, like, why are they putting these boxes in the men's restroom now it's like ever seen this box before what's it for yeah and, uh yeah come to realize it was i was in the women's restroom too that is so funny wow mm-hmm. that's never happened to me i don't think i, I don't think that's ever happened to me but that's uh that's interesting that's where I well, that's where I get it from. Um, so <laughs> it was meant to happen. The one um, thing, I mean, the one thing Target Target is always like big department stores with kids. That must be the worst for parents because like you you had that experience when I was like young. I got lost. Um, I got well, I didn't get lost. My parents lost me. I was <laughs> I was just in I was just in the toy aisle, just hanging out, right? So that's where that's always where you can go find kids. Um, so I went to the toy aisle and all of a sudden, I guess it had been a long time. And I hear uh, the the PA the PA, <laughs> and they're like, um, Marielle Arias, please make your please make your way to the front of the store. And I'm like, I'm like, and they had to say it a bunch of times because obviously when you're a kid, I was like five. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm over here like I don't even know what they're saying, but then that's what that, that's that's what they're saying. And then I go to the front, and my mom's like freaking out. My twin sister's there, and she's crying because she thought she lost me. <laughs> it's a she whole felt film. the twin connection. She said, "I don't film no more." Yeah, exactly. He's too far. Um, so department stores are rough for parents. That's funny. I I never really got in trouble or like got lost. I would just kind of I think they would just let me go for once I hit a certain age in the department store. Um, yeah. I don't know if I ever really got lost. Um, Adam and I did get in trouble one time because um, we technically I don't know technically, but we we, we kind of uh, I wasn't me, but I was accomplice. Um, they have like a little toy section. I think it was like at a Marshalls, and uh, and I don't know why my mom told me this before, but she was like, you know, if you find something like in the street, then it's fine, you know. But otherwise, it's, it's stealing. Um, and I think the skateboard was already sort of uh, like taken. <laughs> it wasn't fully out of the package, but the package was like open. Yeah. And uh, Adam, Adam's that's where the street smarts type of idea. Like he's. He was very hoodish um, as a kid, and he he was already down to take it. And I was there, and I was like, "Yeah, why not? Like, you found it." And uh, he's he left with it, and she saw it obviously, and and got mad as um, for stealing this this skateboard. So she managed to go back into the store, and she was like, "You need to go back in there, and let them know what you did." Um, and so I, you know, she's trying to teach us a lesson, and so it took Adam. Adam's freaking out. We go back in there. And I tell a lady and I say, excuse me, ma'am, we found this outside and we just wanted to return it to you. And we, all, and we got all this praise from everybody there about how good we were. <laughs> we walked out like nothing happened. Um, your mom, your mom's expecting you to like go, go over there and beg for forgiveness. And you'll yeah. be here like, hey, I'm saving, I'm saving this for you. Exactly. And so they thought, you know, now I know, now I know they probably just threw in the trash, you know, so might as well just kept it. But no, I've never gotten lost. We've gotten left before purposely. My mom left us at the movie. <laughs> uh, and I forgot what we did, but she left us uh, for a little bit. And I was angry. And uh, I remember hoping, like, you know, she left us. And I was hoping she didn't get in trouble for that by Psycho John. 
Uh, she came back like 30 seconds later, but she took off in the car and left us there. And it only takes a second. It is. That's um, but do you have any other stories while we're here, Psycho John, for us? Any last minute things uh, you want to mention? People you want to shout out? No, I'm good. Oh, okay. Uh, I will. Well, I do want to mention one thing. Uh, Dad, do you work with any people from, do any of the people from work from your job listen to the podcast? I don't think so, no. right? All right. I haven't told anyone, but just in case we say something, or you guys say something offensive or anything, you especially say? Oh, <laughs> no, I try not to. <laughs> I was just going to bring up about his, his coworkers, but maybe maybe we'll save that for another time and make sure that they, they're not listening. Hmm. Yeah, I'll make sure they don't listen. Yeah, well, we'll we'll save that story for next time for people to make sure they want to listen. Um, yeah. But basically, it's these girls. He works with other girls, and we got stories. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, thanks. We want to thank Psycho John uh, for joining us today. Um, you know, it was our first guest, the very first guest for the podcast. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'll have more in the future, or have different people who would like to come on and sort of share. And uh, I'm sure this was a learning experience for everybody here uh, <laughs> in terms of uh, interacting with other people. Uh, but thank you, Psycho John, for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah thank you, John. You. And uh, thank you to everybody who listens. Uh, let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about next. Uh, maybe you can be the next uh, person on the podcast. But probably not. Uh, but maybe not. <laughs> no one might <laughs> yell. <laughs> we'll probably record next week. But um, yeah, thank you, everybody. And that's uh, we're just talking. Remember, have a good night, guys. Good night. Right. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it back.